passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hayes going out the door. Here it comes. Rick Flair again. Oh, Kerry Butter hit in the head by that cage door. As Gordy threw it too, and Kerry Von Eric smashed by the cage door, leaning over the rope. It was 41 years ago today that the famous cage door angle was shot by world-class championship wrestling on Christmas night of 1982 at Reunion Arena in Dallas. In a transformative moment for the territory, Terry Gordy blasted the cage door shut on Kerry Von Erich's head as Ric Flair proceeded to beat Kerry by stoppage, retaining the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship after the fans had voted Michael Hayes to be the special referee. The fabulous Freebirds turning on the Von Erichs took business to new heights in Texas with the territory red hot through 1984 on the back of this angle. The Von Erich family is being discovered by a brand new fan base over the past week after the release of The Iron Claw. And after the first weekend, The Hollywood Reporter notes that the film is on pace for a $6.1 million opening weekend, which would be slightly ahead of tracking, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 95% positive score among audience members, while reviewers have it at 87% positive. This coming Wednesday, we're going to have a review of The Iron Claw with myself and Wei Ting as a part of the double shot that's coming up Wednesday night after Rewinded Dynamite for CAFE members. Over to New Japan Pro Wrestling and Will Ospreay in building up the triple threat match for the newly created IWGP Global Championship, stated that he wants to issue a challenge for Battle in the Valley next month. Like, I'm confident in going into this match that I'll be walking away with this championship. I'm that confident in doing it. Like, I'm prepared to make a challenge right here for San Jose. And I know it's on the poster that Okada is on that poster. And we have so much unfinished business. Yeah, granted, I was able to get that win in the G1. And I can finally prove to everybody that I can beat Okada. But, like, I'm happy to put this challenge out right here, right now, in front of you all. That I want to face Okada in San Jose. If I'm going to be moving on to doing some other stuff and still keeping uh, my hands uh, in New Japan, I want to show everybody that I'm, I'm committed and that I'm staying around and that I have aspirations and plans on defending this championship all around the world. And Okada would be the first perfect defense for that. So I want to put it out there to everybody that I'm sticking around, I'm staying around. And my first challenge after I win this championship, I want to be a Kazuchika Okada. Battle in the Valley goes down on January the 13th in San Jose. Osprey and Okada have a long history of matches going back to 2015. In their last four matches, it saw back-to-back singles matches between the two at Wrestle Kingdom in 2021 and 2022, along with a G1 meeting in 2022. Those three matches were won by Okada prior to Osprey defeating Okada at last summer's G1 on July 27th. William Regal made the announcement that the NXT performer who will be going to Japan to challenge for All Japan Pro Wrestling's Triple Crown on January third will be his son charlie dempsey i'm lord stephen regal sometimes known as william regal who works for the wwe and nxt i had a wonderful time in the 90s wrestling in japan i wrestled some of the greatest wrestlers of all time including mr fujinami and mr antonio Inoki. well now there's a new generation of european wrestlers that will continue the great european style that was 
a huge part of Japanese wrestling. My trainer, Marty Jones, was trained by the legendary Billy Robinson. My mentors, Johnny Saint, also trained by Billy Robinson. My other mentor, Pete Roberts, a regular for All Japan Pro Wrestling. And now I'm sending to you what I consider the best up-and-coming wrestler of the old traditional European and Lancashire style to all Japan pro wrestling. And that is Charlie Dempsey. Triple crown holder Katsuhiko Nakajima will defend the triple crown against Kento Miyahara on New Year's Eve. The winner will defend against Dempsey three days later at Korakuen Hall. Two key people behind the scenes in AEW are exiting the company. Fightful Select was the first to report that Dana Massey and Raphael Morphy are set to depart. Massey, the wife of Matt Jackson, is leaving her position as chief marketing and merchandising officer and has been with the company from its earliest building blocks. Matt Jackson confirmed her pending departure with an Instagram post and called her, quote, one of the main builders of our empire and stated that she was leaving on her terms and by her own choice. Morphe was the company's VP of live events and touring and will end his run after World's End this weekend to take a role with the Barclay Center in a senior executive position, according to PWInsider.com. Prior to AEW, Morphe had roles as WWE's senior director of live event marketing and held positions with the New York Mets, New York Cosmos, and Impact Wrestling, among other groups. He began a full-time role as an employee of AEW in June of 2019. As the year winds down... What more could we possibly address when it comes to the brawl-out situation from August of 2022? Well, over recent weeks, Stephen New, who has been the lawyer representing CM Punk and Ace Steel in the aftermath of that affair back at All Out of 2022, has done a series of interviews and commented on his involvement. He cannot speak too much about the situation, but did note that everyone, with the exception of Lucy Guy, who is the wife of Ace Steel, had signed non-disclosure agreements. When this was aggregated online, Chris Jericho quote-tweeted the post and noted that he did not sign an NDA. Stephen New came back on X stating that, quote, it's in your employee handbook. Unless you have a special one, we can figure it out, end quote. That prompted Chris Jericho early on Christmas morning to deliver this following statement to Stephen New, quote, I don't adhere to an employee handbook and have never had one in four years of working for AEW. I've also never signed an NDA in my life ever. So stop trying to be a bully and making egotistical fantasy brags for your clients and start doing some research before you make blanket statements about your buddies. Because I saw everything that night, including how Lucy and her husband and best buddy acted and what really went down. And since I was in the room and watching her and everybody else the whole time, I know exactly what really happened. And considering you weren't there and I was, maybe you should shut your ass up because what really went down was disgusting. End quote. There is no new episodes of Raw or SmackDown this week. Tonight's show will be a Best of Raw special hosted by Jackie Redman and Peter Rosenberg airing on the USA Network. Tuesday's edition of NXT will be a tape show, and it's going to include an NXT Underground match between Eddie Thorpe and Dijak. In the semifinals of the men's breakout tournament, Lexus King takes on Riley Osborne and Obafemi takes on Tavion Heights. In other matches airing Tuesday night, Joe Coffey takes on Joe Gacy. Nathan Fraser will meet Braun Breaker. A match between Cora Jade and Carmen Petrovich. The Heritage Cup will be defended by Noam Dar against Josh Briggs, and in a all-or-nothing tag match, Andre Chase and Duke Hudson of Chase U will take on Out the Muds, Bronco Nima, and Lucian Price. 
The WWE's big annual post-Christmas set of house shows begins on Tuesday with crews in Baltimore and New York City at Madison Square Garden. The show at MSG will include CM Punk taking on Dominic Mysterio in his first match inside of a WWE ring since 2014. The holiday tour continues on Wednesday with shows in Boston and Detroit, and then we'll head off to Laval, Quebec, and Houston, Texas later on this week, and then Toronto and Las Vegas on Friday night. Wednesday's edition of Dynamite is going to include the semifinal matches in the Continental Classic as the Blue League will be determined with a match between Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston, while the Gold League comes down to John Moxley, Swerve Strickland, and Jay White in a triple threat match. Wednesday's show in Orlando, Florida also sees MJF and Samoa Joe against two of the Devil's Masked Men in an ROH tag title match. That all leads into World's End that's going down on Saturday night, and Tony Khan will hold a call with members of the media Thursday afternoon to go over the card and take questions. A heads up that this week on the site. We are going to be back with a double header on Wednesday night. Rewinded Dynamite kicks off at 10 Eastern for everybody on the Post Wrestling YouTube channel with myself and Wei Ting going over the show. And then later that night, we're going to have a double shot over here on the cafe with our review of the Iron Claw. Then on Thursday, it's the return of Rewind Away as Wei and I are going back to April of 2007 for a review of Backlash 2007 that's headlined by a WWE championship match involving John Cena defending his title against Randy Orton, Edge, and Shawn Michaels and a last man standing match between The Undertaker and Batista for the World Heavyweight Championship. That has been selected by Espresso executive producer Martin Mink. And then on Saturday night, it's a review of World's End immediately after the pay-per-view concludes. That will be live and free for everyone, with patrons having the opportunity to call in after the show. want to wish everyone a happy holiday season, wherever you are listening to us from. If you would like to check out the annual post-wrestling Christmas show, all six-plus hours of the show are up live for everyone to check out, with many, many, many surprise guests joining us, and we crown the winner of the annual post-wrestling jingle contest. So have a great holiday. We'll be speaking with you Wednesday night.